Boggle Podcast. Yeah. This is Bobby's last episode. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is it because I peaked? Yeah, you peaked too high. Be better than this. <laughs> I am your bombastic B. Did we already use that one? Who we, cares? We, bombastic B. I use the same J like three, four That's times. I am your. Jubilant J. Oh, that's new. Yeah, it's not, but it's fine. Is it's it not? not? Have I I'm, used jubilant before? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, whatever. I'm Brent, and I know. All, I'm your. I'm your baseline, Brent, I'm and your, I know every time, <laughs> every single J word Jack's used. That's I'm you your, right now. I'm your basic god, Brent. No, that's not no, Brent. Do your that bit. was Bobby. Do your I'm bit. your brief free, Brent. They can't do it. I'm your brief me, Brent. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say. Nice and brief, Thanks, and, and last but not least, we have a special we have guest. A today. Very special guest. Last week we said that it wasn't going to be the next week, but it ended up being the next week. <laughs> yeah, because we <laughs> actually stuck to our word. And uh, what I, is, no, we actually went against our word by saying that he wasn't yeah, going to we be. Oh, yeah. our word. <laughs> we did the exact classic, opposite. Classic of that. brain boggle style. We, we're such liars. Anyway, who, are, who is the special guest? We have. Uh, well, I, I'm zipped up on a lot of coffee, Zach. <gasps> oh, he's a natural lady. He did. I'm feeling a little uh, jittery because I, I, I'm drinking these coffees that taste like chocolate milk. The thing is, cold brew has got him like. Cold oh, brew definitely it's gotten me like. It, dude, that cold brew, though. We had some cold I'm, brew. I'm going to try it next it time. It got us like. Let me tell you what. <laughs> you wouldn't stop was, talking about it. It was so, it was straight up coconut chocolate milk. Like it was, it was not delicious. coffee. It was not yeah. coffee. So in case you're wondering, in case you didn't listen to last week's episode, this is Zach from Zach and Zach Aaron. And Aaron, he's <gasps> the one who's about Aaron. this tall. He's, yeah. yeah, he's the one that's about that tall. Yeah. Aaron's the one who's about this tall. Oh, yeah, but he's, he's, tell right now. he's pretty Sorry. tall and Sorry. he wears overalls. Mm-hmm. He is wearing overalls right now. And uh, I just want to give you, you I just want to give you a shout out because you are our first guest on the show. To actually do the alliteration thing without oh, really? us prompting you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even uh, though Ben, who's be- Ben, who has been on three episodes, three now, episodes, still does not get it. <laughs> but we love Ben nonetheless. <laughs> he just needs to come up with like if he just like Bronchiosaurus B, like that'd be perfect for him. So Ben, take mm. note. Next time you're on the pod, please do the alliteration bit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, bit. I just wanted to show you out because that's, that's you. uh you, you're you're in the boggled crew now. Wow. Well. Yeah. You just made yourself. Oh. Your what is, is happening? I don't know why you made that noise. Because my voice cracked. I did not notice it until uh, you made well, until I you drew noticed attention it. to it. I would have noticed it, and I would have got mad at myself if I didn't just make it more obvious. Yeah, so Brent's going to have to take that one out. So, uh, so boys. I remembered the bit. <laughs> Go. Are we doing alternate intro? <laughs> Which is become a Patreon, and you'll, just, you yeah. can hear the alternate it's intro? Just, it's just a reference. Have, has anyone ever seen The Ant Word? No. I was talking to Brent about this. Okay, they have a video. They have a video called Fatty Boom Boom. Um, they're insane. They're absolutely insane. Like they're absurd. But um, at the beginning, they're like on like a bus tour in South Africa. They're from South Africa, and the driver is like, "And here we stop at the robot, and we call it a robot because it looks like a robot, but it's ag- he's but it's a stoplight." And he goes, "But in South Africa, we call the stoplight a robot." And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was really confused. And then there's a lion at one point. Um, 
on this like on the streets of Africa. And the bit is that a robot is in general I thought that was the bit. <laughs> and, and so basically, uh, we're t- what are we talking about today? Well, <laughs> well, finally, we've got to the to the topic of today's episode, which Did is we mentioned that we're really good at podcasting. We're so good at podcast. We're we're the best podcasters ever. Keep yelling into the mic. I know Brent's going to kill me, but basically today we're going to be talking about a Netflix show that you may or may have not seen called Love, Death, and Robots. Love, Death, and Robots. And it's so interesting. And if you haven't it's seen it, one. basically, Jack, explain the premise. So, well, so, well to explain the premise, you kind of need, the way that I explain the premise, you kind of need to understand another show. If you've ever seen Black Mirror... <laughs> Which I think a and lot of people And if you haven't seen have, Black Mirror, yeah, then it's then you, Twilight Zone. Yes, yeah. it's like... And if you haven't seen the Twilight Zone, <laughs> it's read like nothing you've War ever of the seen before. It's like the talkies. <laughs> if you've ever heard but, that broadcast of yeah. War of the Worlds, anyway. Orson Welles. Anyway, um, if, you, if you've ever seen Black Mirror, uh, Love, Death, and Robots, I describe it as if Black Mirror was instead animated shorts. Mm. And it basically is... Like it's these little animated shorts that are exploring the future and themes with the future and different like things um, that usually I mean, Love, Death and Robots, It like you each one of them like has something to do with like one of those topics. I know like Love and Death. It's yeah, like it's, whatever, you, what you told me before I started because Jack, you suggested this show to me I did. was that it either has to do with one of the three things two of the three things or all three of them. Yeah, I mean, basically, and that's, that's pretty true. That's my interpretation. I didn't like read that anywhere. I, that's just like what I took from it. Yeah. And now one thing I think is important that I didn't know going into watching the series is that all the episodes are animated with a different animation style. So cool. And yeah. it's really cool because I wasn't expecting that. Each one is a, it's a it's a it's a collection of 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 different like studios. Yeah. Who had come together. Basically. And each episode is not related through a bigger story. Another fun fact. You know how when I was telling you to watch it and you were like, oh, I've gotten through this episode. And I was like, yeah. oh, have you seen this one yet? And you were like, no. And then on Wikipedia, I was like, why are these episodes out of order? Yes, we, me and Zach were just talking Ooh, about I, I am interested. What I is just, a fun fact? So Netflix, since since they don't have anything to do with each other, Netflix decided to experiment with something new <gasps> where there were, excuse me, where there were four randomized no, well, not randomized. No there were way. four. There were four different. There were four different um, orders of episodes that you could that 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 you could have seen, and they were randomly distributed amongst Netflix users. So I guess um, we got re- a close to the same order. Yeah. I mean, we both remembered that Three Robots was first. We could have had Three Robots first. Oh, so, so we could have all gotten. I think, the we, same. I think I think we all got the same. Maybe we all had Three Robots first, but I think we had later ones that were different. Yeah, right. We did talk about this before because, like, the the Wikipedia list has Secret War last. But I, but I remember um, Zima Blue was last for me. Which yeah, that I was thought, somewhere in the. I think Zima Blue might have been last for me too. Which is funny because like we were talking I about it while Zima I was watching. Zima Blue was like I thought was the perfect one to Zima end it. Zima Blue was really cool. Yeah, it was a really cool one. But like me and you were talking while I was watching the show, and I was like, "You told me there was an episode about Hitler that we'll talk about later." Yeah, I love and that. And I was one. like. Oh, when's it coming up? And you're like, it should be soon because it was within the first like five episodes, and I didn't get to it till like the end. Yeah, so oh, we must have uh, had different, which is um, really interesting. And the reason why, like Netflix, just wasn't gonna like tell anyone that they did this. They were just gonna like do it, but they came forward and were like, no, this is actually what happened. Was because people were accusing Netflix of giving them a different order of the episodes based on their sexual orientation, which is just absurd. Like what? Like, uh, like first off, how would they oh. know? Second yeah. off. 
like what is, I don't know why that would matter so much. Right. Okay. Back to the first off, how would they know? Of course they know. I mean, come on. They know big information. They know everything. I I read an article about, so you can pay to have Google give you all of the information. I don't think, you actually might not have to pay, but you can somehow access all of the information that Google has stored on you. And You can do it on Facebook just by going into the settings. You can track it over time. And there was some dude who, who, who was, he, because he had been getting, he was single for a long time um, and he had been getting so many ads targeted towards gay men. And then he got a girlfriend and he started posting about her on social media and it was like a flip switched and all of his ads started to like target couples and and straight men. And so he, that was with the spark that made him like go and look at his information. And he was like, yeah, Google had me down as homosexual for like this many years or whatever until I got the girlfriend and then they switched. Wow. Which is really now, okay, a couple of years ago, Brent and I didn't we like go on Facebook and we like went into the settings and there was like and you guys made your joint you face find all the information they have on you. In yeah, Facebook. there's there, there's like a section that kind of like shows you like what categories Facebook places you in. Yeah. So like I looked at looked at myself and it was like, all right, so Brent is, you know, very liberal and um, is works for like media and yeah. does this and is into these things and it was just like this whole oh. breakdown of like who i am and this very sort of like weird cryptically stark sort of like this is you as a commodity right. as a yeah, point yeah. of data right yeah, now yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the point of data version of brent it's it's, it's really yeah. surreal and uh I don't it, was like su- it. it was surprisingly no, I accurate likes it. but then i'll <laughs> say i remember it having like a lot of weird categories like kind of person who would do this or like oh geez like is in you know yeah likes like, to the kind go of two bars and you know socially or blah 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 and not that specifically i can't doesn't remember smoke yeah, <laughs> yeah like doesn't yeah. smoke or you know the like kind of person to to to, doesn't to go drink to half a beer and put it back in the fridge yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> put a little saran wrap over it it was so yeah. good now <laughs> they're actually are people I've met who do like this because like, like saran wrapping a beer. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. People like, you, then you try to pour it out and it's just there and you just can't quite get it. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then you maybe think <laughs> twice about going back to it. <laughs> this reminds me of the saran wrap toilet. Me, prank. I want it. Have you heard Wait, of the what? saran wrap toilet prank? No, no you I've put saran it, wrap over the toilet and then yeah. you just, and then I, you I've known about it. that for a while. It's I read it on a prank. Dude, the way funnier ones are like, I don't know why this is not, like I, I just happened to see it with Japanese schoolboys. They straight not like up, a specific search. It's not, like, it's, it's, not like, it's not like I'm searching Japanese, but like what do you mean Japanese schoolboys? Like what are you boys, about? J- Japanese <laughs> young men who are in school. Okay. Like I'm not searching up Japanese schoolboys. Like Izuku Midoriya. Like Izuku Midoriya, Akatsuki Bakugo, or Shoto Todoroki. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, where like they're just like clips of like of like Japanese boys in school just like doing like crazy shit and they make looking they they make it look like being a young man in Japan is like the best like possible place to be a young man <laughs> um because they like do, they do this prank where someone will like will like draw on someone's face with a marker and then yeah. run away while their friends had set up saran wrap across the door oh. and so the person running away will duck under the saran wrap and then the person chasing them will run into the saran wrap and it'll like wrap around oh their face and the way that the japanese like 
doors work in school is they're slide doors. Yeah. So if you tape it, when they pull on it, it will close the door and it will like get them stuck. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wouldn't that kill them? Well, no. What? <laughs> it takes like, seven minutes for your brain to die of oxygen depri- deprivation. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, it's but going fine, back to Zach. the Google thing. Well, I was gonna say I know some yeah, no, people who like, like it. holding on something for a while. Well, Bobby. I, 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 well, I was also <laughs> holding on something. I'm sorry, right. Zach. That's I'll okay. Go right after. Yeah, don't let the guest speak. It's fine. No, no, no. no. <laughs> guest, go ahead. I, I refuse. Okay, fine. I'm going, I guess. But basically, like, I was going to say, I know some people who like targeted ads because they'd rather get ads that show things that they want. Okay, well, liking targeted ads is different from liking them, like, having a profile. Well, the only way they could have your profile, you. they could target the ads to you is if they have your profile. I had a freaking targeted ad to me. We saw that Minecraft ad. I'm exposed now. Mm-hmm. I like Minecraft. I already, it's not like I'm exposed. Like, I talk, <laughs> me and Bobby talk about Minecraft Expo- every I mean, day. Have we talked about on the podcast the uh the scary hydrofoil and uh strange you know like cross contamination of these search <sighs> i think we did i, I think, think it did we? And Brent, i think did my, we? They, we we've either talked about it around the time we were doing the pod or we've talked about it on the pod yeah cuz i mean for the for those who don't understand what we're talking about basically like here at work we're constantly like you know working with certain products from certain manufacturers. Do they, have we, I think we've said, we that. mentioned now, you know, yeah, yeah, we've mentioned now, you know, and mm-hmm. like we have all these like reviewed products that we use and, and that we, we work with. And basically <laughs> we get these ads for on our Instagram and our social media all the time. Like even if we didn't search for the product, no, we'll just dude, talk about I'm it. sure like, cause when, like when I'm doing the reviews, I'll go to their websites all the time, and yeah, I'm but, and I'm logged into my but Gmail. You'll do that on your Gmail, and I'll get an Instagram. Oh ad. yeah, they like they like they like leech through the computers or something. So weird. Yeah, yeah. it's scary. Yeah, no, that, I was that, gonna get my own little. Like, it's funny. We both like we're about to say this or something. Good, but yeah, I was gonna get. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, I have my own little <laughs> anecdote, anecdotal version of this too. I remember one of the other times I was very deathly ill, as apparently I always am on this podcast. <laughs> hey, now. you sound better today, bro. I, I, this is probably the best I've felt in a long time. I'm, yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I don't want to jinx it. Knock someday, on wood. mama. <laughs> yeah, someday I'll get there. But I remember I was sick and I went upstairs up to uh, make myself a little, you know, a nice, nice little cuppy of tea. Yes. A little oh, throat oh, nice British cup of chocolate. So I, I went to go make my <laughs> make myself a cup of throat comfort tea. Yeah. And then later on that day, I went onto my Instagram, and what do I see? Big ad no, for, for that exact stop. brand of Throat Comfort Tea. Dude, at the Yogi th- Throat Comfort Tea. And I was like, I didn't speak it. I didn't Yogi say anything to anybody. Dude. I just knew I you just, were sick. I might have had my phone out at the time I was no, getting dude, it. Legitimately, the people who have gotten their data from Google, like, it's recording. It's no joke. It is recording. There are saved recordings of you I'm sure speaking. There like, there was somebody who was like, yeah, there was a weird recording with my, like, that was a recording of a meeting between me and my boss. Um, what? That had, like, been recorded and saved. No joke. They are recording you. Robots, people. Robots. Robots. Love, death, death and robots. robots. Segway. We're actually get into the topic yeah, yeah, now. We well, no, I mean, I feel like it is yeah, it's, on, it's topic, on topic in it's a way because, I mean, the whole show is basically just kind of like uh, bringing forth different thought experiments. Yeah, and- I wouldn't say so. When I said it's like Black Mirror was animated shorts, it's more like Black Mirror more directly focuses on the impact that technology has. Yeah, yeah, in the next few years. Yeah, like like yeah, in in the in the not so distant future is what they like to say. Whereas these, a lot of the ones in this are like far future, and they're all they the some of them don't necessarily have to deal with the impacts of 
technology. They just happen to be taking place in this future setting. Right. Um, some of them aren't taking place in the future. Setting. Yeah. Some of them are not taking place. Some of them are like, there's like lack of robot, but there's love and death. There's lots of love right. and death. Yeah. So I think we should start going through some of the episodes right. and, and talking about some of them. And we'll kind of describe we'll the episode to, to Brent because Brent, you haven't seen the show. <laughs> yes. Me, Bobby and Zach have all, but. Apparently, yeah, this is just going to become a theme on this podcast now where I have not consumed the media that we're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's Brent, part of you being an Oldsman. Let me yeah, tell you what, so. this is some good media. Yeah, this is some fresh, hot should content. We, should we start with Beyond the Aquila Reef? I think Rift? so. That's a good Beyond one. Beyond the Aquila Rift. Okay. Uh, disclaimer before we get into these. Um, spoiler alert! Big spoiler alert! Yeah, uh, why the why the fuck are you listening yeah, to this? Why, first off, if, if you haven't seen have the show, you're hosting there, the podcast. Go and <laughs> like stop this podcast right now and go and watch it. Brent, block your ears because like, it's so yeah. good. Also, you can do it on your phone. Yeah, you can watch it on your phone. Far this this podcast is far from. You guys are done. <laughs> we're we're far from a children's podcast. Um, that being said, uh, a lot of these, a lot uh, like I would. I would not there's show movies. these until my and if unless my kids were at least thirteen. Um, there, yeah, there's lots of nudity and lots of violence. There is some really grotesque scenes. There's in both. This yeah, there's 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 that we'll get to. lots of lots of gory violence, lots of both fe- male and female nudity. Um, at least yeah. it's equal opportunity. No, it's not equal that. opportunity. It's, it's okay, almost. It's, it's more, there's probably one wiener to every three pairs of boobies. Bring out yeah. the wieners. There's yeah. a lot of level boobs. the playing field. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of boobs. There's a lot of boobs. Right. And there's. A fair amount of wiener. Yeah, but remind. Let me remind you. Mostly, it is cartoon or animated. Yes. There is one episode that has real people. Yeah. And, and, it, and it features. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it features Grace. Venom, the original Venom. <laughs> the original <laughs> Venom. You know him best as Venom. I, <laughs> I think it's funny how you went to Venom because I went to Eric from that '70s show. Well, no, that's I the mean, obvious that's one. The but obvious choice. Funny, Venom. It's to be Venom. Venom's the funny anyway. One. So we'll start Brock. with we'll start with Beyond the Aquila Rift, which yeah. <laughs> Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock, which Beyond the Aquila Rift, uh, so deeply terrifyingly unsettling mm. in every sense of the word. Should we walk through it? We should walk, we'll just, walk just through it. We'll walk through it. Walk through the big beats. Put, so, your, put your feet in the yeah. shoes of Brent. Right. Because oh, Brent's never me. heard of any oh, of these. Yeah. Join me as we go on a journey of the mind. It's basically, <laughs> they're like a, they're like a cargo or maybe a smuggler. It's kind of, kind of gray area what yeah. they actually do, but there's some sort of transporting goods. Oh, service. so it's Firefly. Cool. Basically. Which is an excellent show. I love it. It's so sad it got canceled. <laughs> um, so they, yeah. they like plug in. <laughs> do you know what we're talking about? Bobby? No. no <laughs> I look lost. Brent was just I like, <laughs> So they like, <laughs> so so they like plug in coordinates, and um, they're like, oh, blah blah blah. We'll get to this place. Uh, I think they're going to the Aquila Rift. Is where they're like going. Is where Maybe, their goals are. No, or they just the Aquila Rift. Oh, they're is trying to get there. back to Earth. Yeah, they're they're out on a they're expedition out on an expedition, and they're coming back to Earth. They plug in the coordinates. It doesn't where they're actually going doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, they're returning home. Yeah, they're returning home wherever that is. So they I'm plug in their coordinates, home. and they're going like <laughs> through light space. So they go into their sleep pods. Um, they and wake, they, the sleep pods like fill up with like this liquid. Yeah, it's right? like this liquid that like, and they go to sleep, and, and they they, sleep. they wake up, and they're like, oh, where are we? And then this, uh, they have no idea where they are. This woman comes Greta. out. What Greta? Greta, this woman Greta comes out the main Greta, and talks to the talks to the. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Can't do this to Greta. I'm sorry. Um, 
She comes out climate. and she has history with our main character, Tom. And Ooh. I'm talking sexual history. Mm, no. History. Uh, so boy. His, Tom's other Tom's one of other Tom's crewmates wakes up and is freaking out. And Greta is like, is like, oh, she's she's sleep tank sick or whatever the actual term is. Yeah. She has um, a big little vom. Yeah, she yeah, she's sick from whatever the tank was. So they put her back and he's like, I just don't understand where we are. Um, she's like, hey, it's all fine. We, well, she, great she kind of explains to him, right? She's like, well, you, fe- you, your ship got moved off course. Yeah, your ship like off ten course. million light no, years. No, she doesn't tell him yet. I thought she did. Tell no, him. she doesn't tell him right away. She tells him after they do the deed. No an error in the routing plot. He knows there's an error, but he thinks he, he thinks they're closer than they actually right. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, then, she tells him they're at like a different station. Yeah, she yeah. tells him they're at this one specific station. They go. She's like, "Why don't you come home with me?" She seduces him. They do the deed. Afterwards, she's like, "I have to tell you, we're actually like way farther than you thought you were, and like." like far enough where due to time dilation, it's been like a thousand years at home. Yeah. And they've already done the dirty at this point. Like him Mm. and Greta, him and Greta have done the dirty. They hit it real good. Yeah. It was like a long sequence. Yeah. You you saw boobies. There was champagne. Yeah, you saw Ooh, champagne. Oh, at least it's romantic. It was That's awesome. Nice. Were there some candles too? Some can I just say all the more it disturbing? Was, it was awesome. And like, <laughs> and, and like the whole time you can see like outer space through yeah. like this giant glass window. A That's beautiful me. sequence. <laughs> Legitimately, no, no, no. Like, 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 like outside, like outside, outside of 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 me making horny teenage boy jokes. <laughs> like, legitimately, a beautiful sequence. Yeah. Um, no, it was actually pretty good. And you couldn't tell at this point if she was like good or bad. That's the other thing is. But you're wondering. You're, you're wondering. wondering. Cause you know something's up. Something's up. Um, and so afterwards he's like, he's like something he he starts realizing something's up. And he's like, uh he um Greta like he's like, Oh, tell me, tell me like the truth. You're hiding something from me, tell me the truth. Greta eventually is like, I can't like you it, like you can't you can't handle the truth. Yeah, like you can't handle this. If I tell you what's really going on, you'll you'll, you'll go insane, basically. Yeah. And he's like, I need to see I need to see. And during this whole thing, um, he's like getting violent, I think. Right. Yeah. He starts like kind of freaking out. A little yeah. Bit. He starts like freaking out. And there's like flat like the like the scene starts like flashing to this like very decrepit place. And eventually he's like, just show it to me. And she's like, fine. And she shows it to him. Well, first he discovers that she's not Greta. Yeah. She, she admits that she's not yeah, actually yeah, Greta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, like, I'm just trying to twist. She's like, I'm yeah. just trying to protect you, Tom. Like, I really do care about you, Tom, but I'm not who you think I am. So but even got, though he, I'm not, I, I really do. Yeah. I think she says she loves him. I think so, she says she really cares for so him. You guys are saying he got future catfished. Yes. So we he need got, to he got we need call Max fish. and Eve and get him on the case. He got, he got <laughs> hardcore catfish yeah. because once she shows him the truth, he wakes up in his pod and he's all emaciated. His hair is long. He looks he's like skinny. He's like, super. That's what emaciated means. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't know. You went like emaciated. Like oh, this. Like, like, sounds very, like covered well, in something. Like emaciated. Like skinny means like. Like not like the opposite of me right now. Oh. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but emaciated is like is like you can see the bones in like your face and your ribs right. and everything. And he is not looking healthy at all. His other two podmates are skeletons. Everything's yellow. Everything's everything is yellow and rusted and covered in this like spidery this, like, web. Sp- yellow spider web. And you hear Greta calling out to Tom. 
and he's freaking out. I'm freaking out at this yeah. point. This I'm so freaking like this, this is part, like existential it's, horror. It's like so, talking about like Lovecraftian. It, oh, oh, so freaky. Oh my god. So the 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 big horrifying here is horrifying thing here is that she's like, okay, I can show you the truth, but I've shown you before. I don't. I think she says that she's shown him before. Yeah, yeah and, and then he's not ready, it. and you couldn't accept it before. And yeah. Right. And so you see you see uh, a shadow like a silhouette of of a naked woman walking towards him. <laughs> yeah. Um and then as it comes into the light it's this it's this I I th- if I It's can like find a spider a, monster. If I can find an image of it oh. I, can, I need to show you. It it's like a oh, giant spider monster <laughs> that's horrifying. Is it, uh, like a, it's gross. Is it like a Spider-Man? No, it's a Spider-Man. It's not a Spider-Man. It's not like a Spider-Man. It's like a Spider-Woman. It's this thing. Yeah, it's pretty Ooh, disgusting, dude. Grody. I, I legitimately, it legitimately terrifies me to no end. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So, oh, so this is yeah. So this is this is Greta girl, uh, much cuter than, much cuter than the spider. Well, so and the spider still has Greta's voice. Like looks like after. So the spider still has Greta's voice. Oh, and the spider still has Greta's voice, and he's like, she's like, she's like. <laughs> I mean, oh, Tom, see. like. I'm just trying to protect you. Like, I just want you to be happy. And like, this is, I know this is not what you want, but but I can make it like what you want. And then all of a sudden he, he cuts to him waking up back in the pod screams really like that episode started. Mm. So he's in this like, and and, and he he wakes up and he's like, and she comes in and he's like, who are you? He's like, like, Greta. Greta? And it's a loop. But like, can you imagine? Oh, loop in our hands. Could I, you imagine? I can't imagine being stuck in that kind of loop. In that t- I mean, dude. Well, he's, the question is, he's got to die at some point, right? He's all emaciated. Well, I don't know, like right? why emaciated. Emaciated. He's, he's got emancipated. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say. I didn't have to pee. Yeah, yeah. emancipation proclamation. <laughs> this is the. Uh, that's the uh, the the ship the the, sh- the nest that he's in. It, it somewhat reminds me of this Doctor Who episode, and and oh, I think that might be a theme with me every time I'm on this um, podcast. <laughs> uh, that's that's a bold assumption. We on more than once. That is true. Um, but yeah, thin ice right now. But but we literally this... talked about the next episode is going to be on today. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah, well, fine. Well, the uh, this episode of Doctor Who where there's this ship that it's not a ship it's like it's it's england it's britain yeah. and it's on this like asteroid or so they think mm-hmm. and but really so all of these people are living in you know they don't know really what's going on beneath yeah. the ship but then they have these weird like what, what's the guy that like at the at the carnivals the like machine that oh, tells like you the, your fortune, the, oh, the fortune uh, teller. Uh, zoltron. zoltron zoltron yeah yeah it's like there's a bunch of that type of thing around and those are like the things that are in charge but mm. they're just machines, and they have the like, heads that spin around to like angry faces. Sounds like uh, Bioshock Infinite. It's similar to that. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Um, and so basically, there's this. At a certain point, you get to go into this room and and vote, and you go into the room and you choose whether to remember, uh, or or forget what you see, uh, or whether to to vote to stop doing this thing. Or to forget everything and go back to normalcy. Mm-hmm. And in this video plays of all the horrors that um, that Britain has done to get to this point. Yeah. Uh, and it shows that there's, you know, it, it's you don't see it, but it's just like you see the one of the main characters responding to it. And it's horrible and they're crying. And then it ends. And she chooses forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everybody who's ever seen it 
has chosen forget mm. and to continue doing it. And oh. what they're doing is they're torturing this like space whale like thing that they've created their society on top of that they're mm. torturing in order to make it go mm. like a gas pedal. Uh, but I mean, there's probably more atrocities that they like saw, but, um, but that, that choice to, to live in the horror of what's being done or forget and ignorance is bliss. My friends. Yeah. That's what, yeah, dude, I think like, although this is like different cause this is, this is his guess. I, yeah, he, I don't think he has a choice. No, yeah. But I like the, yeah, this, the, the, the similarities are, are there. Um, but like, dude, I, I don't even i think i would die like when i woke up in the real world i would like not even kill myself immediately my body would shut down i don't know how i would respond witnessing him being in that situation i have such a visceral reaction to it Mm. it's so it's like legitimately i don't know what it is yeah like i've never had such a reaction to anything i've ever seen before this thing just like deep like just struck at like the deepest center of what terrifies me Mm -hmm. and i hate it (laughs) but i'm obsessed with it yeah and i can't get away from it you look like you're about to cry he gets home every night and he turns on netflix as he's yelling at the remote (laughs) to stop and he's like do i forget it i do i remember i think about beyond the aquila rift no joke every single day (laughs) that's how much it haunts me but the question is is this guy like so is this monster keeping him alive I mean, the monster must be feeding he, off of him in some. The point. monster's like, feeding off of this. I think it just needed something to do out there in space. Yeah, but like maybe he, she, the monster keeps. It him. is, I think, absolutely keeping him alive. Yeah, right, because she needs to be to have this dream energy, this, probably. Like, yeah, yeah like something like that. It's almost well, like the thing is, is, yeah, is it, do him, like know? do we think it's feeding off of like whatever energy he's creating while he's asleep, or do we think that that's just a way to keep him happy? And then feed while he feeds off like well, the blood or something. I think on his body. the the whole nest idea of like it being like a big spider web, yeah, is supposed to be like symbolic for like this creature needs to trap people so that yeah. it can feed off of. I think Creating in this case, this. yeah, like the loneliness. Yeah, I think like this creature is lonely and yeah. it needs companions, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah, ends yeah. up killing them because like he he slept with it. You think it's genuine? Yes. I don't know. Not in his mind, he didn't. Actually. Are you sure? I don't because, know because he's. He's moving around. I think it's almost like a virtual reality. I think thingy. so. Like, like where he just suddenly he is actually he able to see what pod, it really is. Though. He wakes up in does the he? pod. Yes, he does. I think. Yeah, Jack's right. He does. He wakes wake up, up from the, the lie. He wakes up. Interesting. In the pod. But I don't know. It could be. It could be. Anyway, <laughs> let's take a look at one of the other episodes because because you would think that this whole show is about aliens at this point, but it's okay. Not. It's yeah, not. sure. The animation might be good, but did it have any faces on things? Is what I for want to sure. Know. Mm. Mostly face, face on. There were things. definitely oh, some faces on things. <laughs> Thank what about God. Zima Blue? Def- I oh, blue. let's talk about Zima Blue. Bump the mic. I <laughs> loved Zima Blue. That was a really cool episode. I love the color blue. Yeah, so basically in Zima Blue, what the episode's about. There's oh, cool. this artist, this like godly artist that it's showing it's almost like a documentary about the artist. Yeah, and it's, it shows it follows a reporter who's yeah, it's trying from the perspective to like, of a reporter yeah. who 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 got invited. She personally last, was invited by to the last art showing yes. of this artist. And he's like like a godlike cre- like being like people like really look up to this guy yeah. because he's he started off by just yeah. like painting like regular old paintings yeah but and they then, were like amazing they were amazing paintings but every all of a sudden one of the paintings 
a little blue dot showed up. Well, they kept getting the so the paintings themselves kept getting larger and larger. Well, but the blue dot didn't wasn't always there. No, no, the blue dot showed up after they got really large. Is think, that what it was? I think so. I thought it was that the blue dot it started blue, it was a blue showing square, up, and that's and the, that does actually matter. The blue square, right? It does matter. The blue began s- in portraiture. It says right. I think yeah. it started with a blue square, and then the blue square took up more and more of the the, the picture. Painting. Yes, but the pictures were big. They just weren't like the pictures. Event, like they eventually get to like the, you like you see one where people are viewing it from space. Like that's mm-hmm. how large they get. Yeah. So like once he got once he started like all of a sudden there was one painting that was just all that blue, and then the the painting kept getting bigger and bigger until the point where like where Jack said it was like the size of the planet basically, and it was amazing to people because that was just his art was like just this massive blue square. To the yeah, point where and it was a very specific color blue. It was yes. like it was it, his it was, blue. It was all, yeah. It was the the blue that had only ever been seen on these paintings. Um, they go on to explain how he reportedly had had his like skin replaced and his his muscles replaced so that he could go to like the bottom of the ocean yeah. and go inside of, of of volcanoes and witness what was there so he could like use that to inspire his art cuz he was like in search for yeah, like, he inspiration. was in search for inspiration so he like he he modified his body to to be able to to withstand withstand is the thing i want to say these extreme temperatures yeah and so i i'm trying to i well, ultimately ultimately after the giant I think ultimately he creates a planet. He creates a planet completely out of the color. I yeah. think I want I think. And, but ultimately you find out his backstory and it, and it, it walks you through uh, each of these modifications that he got, but it goes all the way back down to what he originally was. And this robot, yeah. I mean, he, you find out that he's a robot. He's well, not what, a man. Wasn't it that, um, so he starts telling the story of this woman who was an inventor and and, and, and yeah, talks yeah. about he how talks about the young woman. I think he talks about how this woman created a pool cleaning vacuum, and she kept making modifications yes, to yes, the yes, vacuum. Yes. Yeah, and it shows the vacuum getting like more and more complex until it's all of a sudden now a house servant robot the tile along the side of the and it cleans the tile alongside of the pool, and then it shows the robot getting more and more complex until they reveal that he is the evolved form of that robot after it's it's also after she died he was passed around him as the robot was passed around from owner to owner and each other owner would upgrade him a little bit too yeah Yeah. so eventually they reveal that his final act his final performance slash art piece is that he unveils this big zima blue pool in front of this big crowd and he like takes off his like robe or yeah, something. Yeah, takes off his just whatever. He jumps in the pool, and all of a sudden, like all his body parts, like yeah, when he jumps in, off. he like sheds off. And it wasn't just a pool zima blue. It was he had tracked down the every very... last tile hmm. from this pool that were the original tiles of the pool that he had started out on. Hmm. Um, and that yeah, and he and he just like he just he just <laughs> like. <laughs> sheds sheds all the upgrades of his body and becomes the original pool cleaning robot yeah. and then goes back to cleaning the tiles for eternity for eternity yeah and his final thing is he's just going to clean these tiles um and he he explains how before well before he does this he explains how when he was given ai the first thing he ever saw 
were these blue tiles and that's why he's so obsessed yeah that's why he's been so obsessed with them and it was the same blue square that was in in all his paintings yeah was the tile so it's just a really thought-provoking episode dude of the show i love this episode this might this is one of my favorite episodes it's kind of weird in a way it's like unsettling the feeling of this like thing that people look up to as like a god all of a sudden becoming this just like simple machine well, that's the thing is like, I think that's where the themes are is the fact that the thing that everyone worships so much was just a pool cleaning robot. Yeah. Right. And right, like, right. even though he's, he's as he's in this godly status, he's so enamored by cleaning the pool tiles. Yeah. And, and so enamored by his own origins. It's, yeah. it's like extraordinary narcissism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the, but that, that the people that were um, viewing his art were fascinated with but it, it, it boils down to just this extraordinary search for his own truth and what he really is and what his purpose was. Yeah. And his purpose was literally just to keep this thing blue. Yeah. It's like, it's so hard to explain, but like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like it's uh, like, I think that's why I love it. Cause well, first off the animation, the animation is really, cool. really, yeah, really good. It's very like painterly. Well, also just what it says about us as humans and like what we're interested in it's like we're interested in whatever someone else tells us is cool or like interesting and you know if you had said to anybody oh stare at this blue tile and clean it forever you'd right. be like hell no right but well, once it's zima blue doing it everyone's like oh look is there at anything that. <clears throat> does he do we know why he requests the the reporter that he does because he wanted to tell his story no i know but why did he request her like do we know that or was it just any reporter i think he knew that she was a good reporter uh Maybe. there was something about that i thought there was something about like the fact that she had never like tried to report on him before or maybe i'm just making that up yeah hey, i'm not really sure i i don't think it matters because i can't find anywhere as uh, to but, like but there's the painter there's a play called red that's about this painter. i uh um, yeah I, I did a scene from red once yeah uh, what's the painter's name rothko rothko yeah uh, i i assume that this is very much based in that painter's work uh and and his whole thing was red and the absence of red and uh all of his paintings were like block colors of red and yeah, all just stuff. like canvas and he just had this it, it, absolute obsession with red um the play takes place while he's painting his like he, i forget there's five this this like uh, a supermarket chain right no it was for this restaurant um this hotel uh oh, a restaurant he, in a hotel he, he talks about how he used to paint for supermarkets i think at some point no i think or maybe I, he says he doesn't want to paint for i don't know i remember supermarkets being yeah. mentioned at some point i made a theater poster for this you did play yeah you did mm. Um, yeah, I want the scene that I did from it. Um, he has an, he has, he, he, he has like an apprentice basically. And he asks his apprentice, what does, what, what color he sees? And the apprentice says red and Rothko like goes off and is like, it's not red. It's, it's, it's blood. It's violence. It's, 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 it's mm. Christmas lights. It's it, like, there's a, it's fire trucks. He lists all these like things that it is, but it's not red. It's, red. it's everything else or whatever. Um and yeah, it's there. There are some parallels here to yeah. uh, to Zima Blue. This His is name an, is Zima, by the way. Yeah, this episode <laughs> was cool because it's like you don't know what has to do with love, death, and robots, and it ends up being kind of all about all three in mm. a way. Um, love and death of a robot. Yeah, he spanned for centuries and centuries. Oh, yes. Yeah, he yeah. was alive for so long. It's interesting to me too how this story kind of talks just about like 
this thing that gains intelligence and like the first thing it becomes ex- obsessed with is like its own existence yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and just the idea of like how just being a conscious being and like that this idea of consciousness and existence and how it's just been something that how it's just so odd how that just like plagues all of us this yeah. like trying yeah. to understand like what is all of this like yeah. what is does it even well, mean bobby yeah. had was talking about something similar to this uh, a few days ago um where he was saying what about humans makes us I think we're talking about this in HP Lovecraft. Yeah, our last yeah. What were we talking about? We, in we, we t- you you had you had said what about humans makes us existential? Yeah, and like why why doesn't like a polar bear have an existential? Yeah, crisis? like we are the only like animal on this planet that I know of that that kind of like that cares why it is. Yeah, well, I like mean a, there is like, like a dog doesn't care that it's a dog. There are there's have you ever heard of the mirror test with an animal? No. Oh, where they like see themselves in a mirror and they think it's another animal. Yeah. So, so the the idea of self. Yeah. The mirror test is basically like done to a bunch of animals to like see if they recognize that they exist in this reflection. Well, and I think some some like dolphins are like they pass the mirror test. Have you ever heard of? um, Obviously, humans do. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine if you looked into a mirror and you thought it was someone else. You're like, mom, there's this dude who looks just like me in the mirror. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm the tall one. Um, it was in uh, Christopher Robin. Tigger did that. He was like, I he, thought I was the only Tigger. He failed like, the mirror test. Like, looks yeah. Yeah. Like, not actually sent you. Pretty no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, have you ever heard of Alex the parrot? No. The as far as I know, no, 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 I could be wrong. Parrot. Feel free to correct me in uh, by leaving a review or a comment. <laughs> um, Alex the parrot is the only animal. <laughs> Why does this rapper feel so weird? <laughs> Brent's opening a rapper and it's going. Alex the parrot is the only animal to ever ask an existential question. Um, what did it ask? It asked, what color am I? But wait, we, how do we know it really asked that? Um, because it like, what if the owner was like, <laughs> um, what color am I? And the parrot was, was like, a, what color am I? What color parrot, am I? The parrot was specifically taught. I think it was taught the concepts and then it formed that question afterwards, if I remember correctly. Let me just do somebody vamp. Like I'm going to vamp because I, I, I'm going to look up what animals have passed the mirror test. Um, uh, okay, so you're not going to vamp then. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> well, I was going to vamp as much as I could in right. the time that I had to explain like that I was looking. <laughs> this is the vamping. Oh, no. Unfortunately, the vamping is about that vamping. Gorgeous, yes. gorgeous African gray right there. Ugh. Mm. So let me see if I can find this uh, a list here. It's hard because there's like... It's tough. Um, so according to ScienceDaily.com, like chimps, science. <laughs> chimps have passed the mirror test. Dolphins have passed the mirror test. Elephants, pigeons, and doves have passed the mirror test. Oh. Interesting. And pigeons suck. <laughs> <laughs> it reportedly had the intelligence of a five-year-old human and the emotional capacity of a two-year-old human. Mm. I think also, you know what a really smart bird is? The raven. Mm. Ravens are very, very, very smart birds. I've learned a lot from Big Bird. Mm. Big Bird. Hi. Oh, mm. creeps me out. Yeah. So he would be shown objects and colors and would be able to, he would be shown certain objects and he would be shown like a square, a circle or whatever, all in the same color. And then would be shown all of the objects all in different colors and would still be able to identify the colors and the objects. Mm. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I and then one day he was like, what am I? Yeah. Why so am I, I here? Uh, <laughs> When Where's he, my when he, mother? When he was put in front of a mirror, <laughs> when he was put in front of a mirror, Alex inquired the question, what color, referring to himself. 
<gasps> so he didn't say what color am I. He said what color. But I mean, hey, that's the mirror test right there. Yeah. Looked in the mirror, saw himself. So interesting. And you wonder, was the blue tile Zima's mirror? So here's the thing, though. He saw himself in the reflection. I mirror. have this feeling that dolphins and octopuses, if they could speak. Octopi? Octopi. Octo- whatever. I'm wondering. Cephalopod. Cephalopod. Eight legged cephalopods. How about that? <laughs> um, if they could, out. like, because parrots, like, I'm, I, I wonder if Alex the parrot is the only animal to ever ask a question about itself because parrot like it's it's one of the only animals that can speak human language dolphins can speak no but they can't speak human language we don't know what the fuck a dolphin is saying we can understand what dolphins say okay what do they say not me personally (laughs) just like scientists Mm -hmm. they're just gabbing like dolphins have like languages (laughs) that's dolphins um but like like, i was a bad dolphin every day (laughs) (laughs) that's a dank dolphin damn (laughs) got smoke coming out of the blowhole this is blowing giant vape clouds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is let's go on to another episode because I mean we've only been through two. What about <laughs> Ice Age? Oh, is that the is that the venom I don't, one? I don't like but, Ice but Age. Interesting, I talk about interesting it, concept. It is very interesting. All right, so Eric from that seventy show. <laughs> no, Jack, you can't explain this because you're upset about it. I don't like this one. So I'll give it a quick summary, just because like I feel like it's worth talking about for at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Eric from that seventy show. <laughs> he, he he is living in this house with his wife that he just bought. They like just moved. It, and and the wife is it the girl from Donna? No. <laughs> from what? No, 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 no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, the one with. Oh God. Uh, What's the Marvel TV show? The like one that has Mr. Coulson. I forget. Uh, Agent, Agent Coulson. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Marvel's Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D.? Who, uh, <laughs> the, the girl, the main girl in that. Right. Is that her in it? I don't know. I, I, I do think of yeah. that girl, though. It's the girl from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, interesting. That's so insane. basically the, the premise of the story. So, is that Mary Elizabeth Weistead? It is. Yeah. Oh yeah, Brent from Scott Pilgrim. She was of uh, Ramona. She was Flowers. Ramona Flowers. Oh, yeah. No See, wonder I had an instant they, crush on her. False memory there. So so basically, like the story takes place in they, this newly moved in house, and they have this old refrigerator, and they're like, oh well, you know, we need some ice for our for our scotch or whatever. And they go into the old freezer. You gotta they, have some ice on that scotch, man. Yeah, on the rocks. It's, it's just a solid like ice. To it's the, like an old freezer just, too, and yeah, yeah, you open it up, and yeah, it's just like a solid it's a straight of ice. ice. Mm. And they take out some ice, and they they put it in their drinks, and Eric starts drinking. <laughs> Eric, this guy called Eric. What's his name? have a name in the show. What's his name? Let's call him Eric and Ramona. <laughs> and Eric and Ramona. Topher Grace was drinking. Gail and Rob, but it's Eric and Donna. Let's yeah. just go with Eric. And, and Donna. so all of a sudden he's like, "Huh, what's this?" Eric and Ramona. He yeah. looks down, and inside his ice cube is a frozen woolly mammoth, mm-hmm. but like a microscopic. Oh, baby, baby, baby. And his reaction is priceless. He's like, huh? Like he's just like, huh? It's it's really funny because they then go to the freezer, open it up again, and they see like just like a civilization. Uh, civilization it's medieval times, is it already? It yeah, is. and they're like moving a pea. Well, I feel like he sees them hunting. First. No, he sees the spear oh. in the. So oh, it's actually very clever that you see them in medieval times because it's assumed. So you find out that that their 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 civilization advances really really quickly. So you because when when he they first get the ice he gets a, a mammoth is in his ice yeah. 
So you assume in the time between them them opening the freezer the first time when they opened it the second time, it advanced from like Ice Age to Medieval Ages. Yeah. Which is really so it's clever. the first example of how uh, their time is sped up. It sounds super familiar. Like it was done in another show before. It definitely has been done. I like Rick like and Morty. Futurama or something. They did, did it in Rick and Morty. Very, it's very Futurama. Yeah, I could land there. Mm. So they 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 watch it as it as it progresses through yeah. time, and yeah. eventually they like get super advanced and like at one point they they wage war against each other. Yeah, and it's and it's just it's like just huge m- mass destruction, just nukes and nukes, and, and then nukes. Eric's face gets like Eric's sunburned. Gets burned by a nuke yeah but and it's then, funny because the reaction to this is just like oh this is so interesting yeah it's like they're watching like ants on a hill one thing i think we should stop at though is is you see it from the people's perspective from inside the freezer there at their rate of time as we experience it yeah, so yeah. it just looks like a big frozen and face. they're like that dude just get out of the way yeah they look up in the sky lifetimes of this dude being like <laughs> they look into the sky and they see Eric's face just like funny for, funny, for, for hundreds of years. Yeah. Funny fact. Uh, funny fact. Uh, the voice, the guy who does that voice is John DiMaggio, voice of uh, Jake the dog. Also, really? Bender. Yeah. Also voice of Bender. Also voice of a whole lot of things. Kiss my yes. I am so sorry. <laughs> what is, is that I was Bender? a Bender impression. Yeah, <laughs> it was so Im- bad. Great impression. Also oh. the voice. Uh, <laughs> A bit of a humble brag. Also, the voice of the man that I uh, got the signature of at uh, wow. at uh, Boston Fan Expo, hosted by Comic Con. I'm confused. He's he's the voice. He, I'm, <laughs> I'm just so bringing back a joke. I got his signature. I was just saying I got his signature in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it cost forty bucks. You had you paid this man forty bucks. He is. He just sounded like Milt so bad. <laughs> he you paid him forty bucks and he gave you his signature no, like no, no, a straight he transaction. Like, he wasn't like walking around. <laughs> he was like at a booth. I, I got that, but like, well, no, like, was it was I it a direct exchange? No, 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 no. <laughs> there were like people. I was like, I was like, does it cost money? And they were like, yeah, it's it's thirty dollars if you want. Um, if you want to meet him, it's forty bucks if you want uh, an autograph or a selfie with him. It's sixty bucks if you want both. And I was like. I was like, are you kidding me? And the, the guy literally goes, hey, he's got to make money. <laughs> and I was like, uh, OK. And so he so adve- he voices Jake the dog in Adventure Time, which is me and my little brother's favorite show of all time. Great show. And Jake the dog is his favorite character of all time. So we like really wanted we were like, we have to. We have to. So we went up and met him and he was super cool. That's cool. Yeah. And he voiced that guy. Yeah. And he voiced the voice of that That's guy. so random. Um, but I just thought that was interesting because they like slow down for a second and they show that like the opposite side of it to that right. to those little people um, time is running normal and everything yeah. it's it's goes kind of back to time dilation time relativity after they start doing nuclear war though they close the freezer and stop watching them and you can, just, you can just you can just hear the like war going on in the yeah. back for like and like knowing how fast they move the nuclear war must have gone on for hundreds of years yeah. for the people in the freezer and eventually it goes quiet and they open the freezer again and the civilization had moved past war and it's, they're all like no it's hey. gone remember it was gone no no, for no, no. A there's a there's a Point where it is moved past war and it's super highly advanced and oh. and they're zipping around and it's right. crazy and it's beautiful it's beautiful and it goes and eventually everything just turns into light right yeah yeah and then they go away and it's funny because like the the civilization that they build it just becomes more and more like alien it's yeah. like so different you know yeah. as you watch it and 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 I think like ships come flying out outside of the, yeah they fly around yeah they bit. fly around. But anyway, yeah, they, they think that civilization's done now because they've just disappeared into like right. whatever the fourth dimension or whatever. So they shut the door, they go to bed, and they come back the next day. And isn't it? Uh, they unplug it. They unplug it. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. And then when they come back, 
it's dinosaur dinosaurs and there's no more ice yeah and it's not because the other thing too is is when they were in the freezer whenever you would see them it would always be winter time <laughs> uh but yeah it's ice yeah. there's no there's no more ice it's dinosaurs right. it's just a fun little one i don't like it <laughs> it's yeah, fun it sounded like you liked it it was cool but i think it was a cool idea it was ultimately just... it yeah. i mean like when you compare it like the thing is is like after zima blue which is like a thought experiment and right. a beautiful work of art. It's like a fun little thing to watch. What are some of the other ones that are really good? Cause I there are a bunch more that are love really good. Yeah. the secret army, secret war, secret war. A secret war is the one where it's the, the, the dogs scenes. or whatever. The secret war was a cut scene from a video game that they haven't made yet. And it was, it was cool though. I liked it. It, it looked like a cut scene, like the animation. It was like, wait, it was, was it actually it was like a, a cut scene from a video game they made to make yet? Or are you just saying I, that? They could very easily make that video game. I yeah, didn't like that episode. Me neither. I don't know. It was just kind of like very out was, of place to I me. Just, I just thought it was cool. It was so, it's, it's, it's like the Russian army is like, it's like a secret force of the Russian army because some other sect of the Russian army had awoken like ancient demon horrors to help them fight. Hmm. So now this part of the Russian army is going through and like killing all of them. And they find like a big old nest of them and they like stand their ground while they call in an airstrike and it's sick you remember that from barnyard yeah (laughs) yogurt was a good episode yogurt yogurt was a good episode it was weird yeah so so yogurt explain yogurt jack i don't i've explained like all of them okay zach do you remember yogurt zach explain to explain so in yogurt, uh, you know, guys, hold on. I got this. <laughs> okay, right. So listen. Let's see. Here, here's, oh, the thing with see this goes. here's the thing with yogurt. So first thing you need is a good culture, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know this. So you take your culture, then you you might want to you know get yourself a nice pressure cooker. <laughs> add in some add in some water. So far, this is mm. canon. Yes, this is canon. <laughs> so you add in the pressure cooker. You let it go. Let's say a good three hours, right? You, this is we can all agree on this, right? We a good, can all agree. We on can the all three agree hours. that a good three hours is what you're going to need to generate your yogurt. Now, one don't just eat all that yogurt when it's done. Not right away. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You need to save a little bit of that yogurt because you can use that culture over and over again to make more yogurt. You need more. Now, yogurt. listen. I'm going I'm to let you guys in on a little something here. <laughs> I got nothing else to go on. <laughs> like, that is the extent I'm of curious, my yogurt Brent, knowledge. And that's the end of what, the episode. What do you think the episode um, goes like? Yeah, Brent, what do you think happens? Let's just, can I, can I based on the, what we've said can so I far. Can I read the title? Yeah, Did read you guys the actually title. say anything so far? So the title is When the Yogurt Took Over. When the Yogurt Took so Over. So what do you think happens in this scenario? Okay, so I think we can keep everything I said so far. Yes, I think that's absolutely. Still for sure. Yeah. For sure. So... Let's say, well, okay, we'll have Garrett. We'll, we'll bring in Eric Foreman again. Okay. <laughs> so now he's using a pressure cooker to make some yogurt at home. Right. Right? As you do. He had the ditches refrigerator. He needs to eat something, right? <laughs> so he's like, how about some yogurt? Some healthy, delicious yogurt. We need good gut health. Gut health is important. Super important. So he's making this yogurt, and then all of a sudden, his pressure cooker starts to shake a little bit. And he's like, huh. That's weird. Maybe I didn't form a proper seal. You need, have, <laughs> you need a proper seal. Yeah. You use your pressure cooker. You do, you do. So he goes and checks it out, inspects it. Everything seems fine. It's not shaking now, though. It's like weird. I definitely heard it and saw it shake. <sighs> I know this. I saw it. Now, uh, I, saw, I saw Jack pull out his phone. I got I was, nervous I'm for taking, a second. I was taking a, I was taking a picture for, uh, for okay. Snapchat. Great, 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 great. Okay so, okay, so pressure cooker not shaking now, but he's like, huh, weird. I definitely saw it shake. But I'm just going to go back in the other room and watch some TV or something. Starts to walk away, starts shaking again. He's like, 
I definitely heard that shake this time. <laughs> he goes he goes and checks the dials on the front. He notices that the timer that's on it has now gone to an infinity symbol. Aww. And he's like, that's weird. And so he pulls out his <laughs> yeah, instruction well, he manual. Does, he goes, huh. <laughs> he goes, huh, that huh. is weird. <laughs> so then he pulls out his instruction manual. He starts looking through it. Like, okay, what's infinity symbol? Infinity symbol. No infinity symbol. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? There's a number in here. I call it. It rings, it rings, it rings. Is Where it, are you getting it? And, and then, so he's sitting there and he's like, all right, I'm getting really annoyed. And he starts just saying like, representative, representative. I need a representative. Just hoping that something will happen. <laughs> then it clicks. And then someone picks up. And they say, how did you get this number? <gasps> oh. Who am I speaking to? <gasps> And he's like, well, it's for my pressure cooker. It's acting weird. It's got an infinity symbol. And they said, do you say infinity symbol? Said, yes, infinity symbol. And then it clicks again. And he's like, what the hell is going on? And all of a sudden, the refrigerator turns back on. Still unplugged. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then he starts hearing a sound coming from it. Not in your normal refrigerator sound, mind you. No. But something much more robotic, mechanical. Uh, foreign alien if you will alien. And next thing you know that light that they had seen before engulfs the whole room <gasps> fades to black end of episode <laughs> wow. to be continued wow that's actually a uh pirated script that was taken from yeah. the set of love death robots oh. season two so are you I'm saying that the, the, the yogurt got moldy and then it formed its own civilization, and then that took over. I don't know. In we'll have fridge. to wait for season two. Because the fridge is on robots. Okay, so I how know. the actual, <laughs> nothing to do with friend said. How the actual <laughs> episode does go is that there's this scientist that mutate yogurt by fermenting bacteria. Um, and it's so that it can, like, spell stuff, right? It was, yeah, like, the initial tests fail, and one of the researchers takes the bacteria home for her own homemade yogurt. Which uh, I feel like... Not a great it's idea. Against, that's got to be against that takes some protocol. that takes some big old balls. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she was unaware that it has become sentient. Ooh, sentient uh, yogurt. Yeah. And the yogurt asks her to meet U.S. leaders with like granola, right? Like yeah, tastes... by spelling it out in her granola. Mm. Um, or was it was it the granola, or did it like actually talk with like air bubbles? It gets there eventually. Oh, okay. It, yeah. First, um, it starts off by 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 the granola. But it claims, the yogurt claims to have all of the solutions for the country's problems. Um, and they'll give it to the leaders for free. Right, right. And so the, as a payment, the yogurt requests to <laughs> oh. control Ohio, the state of Ohio. Just, just Ohio. everything. And the U.S. is like, absolutely Yeah, not. they laugh it off. Yeah, they're like, oh. And then the yogurt's like, all right, I'll go to China. And the U.S. is like, uh, so you wanted Ohio, right? <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and, so and so Yoder takes over Ohio, solves all the problems. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, so, so, so Ohio essentially like locks down. Like Ohio yeah. is like yogurt land now. Yeah. And then right. the yogurt, but there's yogurt, people still living there. There's people still living in there. harmony and happiness. It's great. And the yogurt goes back to the, the president and goes, here is an exact step-by-step -step solution on how to solve the national debt. Follow it exactly, and if you and 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 we'll have a perfect country. If you deviate even a little bit, it will have catastrophic results. So 
they give the it butterfly to him. effect. Yeah, they give it to him, and the president is like, "Okay, I'll do it." And of course, they deviate from it, and the United States is plunged into turmoil in everywhere except for Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> which is happy, and they're all like walking dogs and yeah, it's whatever. Great. Ohio's great. Like people, regular people, and yogurt living in harmony. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, uh, so when the, when the, when the country's going down the toilet, as an emergency measure, the United States gives all like legislative, judicial, all the, all emergency powers to the yogurt, and the yogurt saves the United States, and it becomes the whole United States becomes a utopia. Yeah, and like yogurt and human are living in harmony, um, but eventually the yogurts build spaceships <laughs> and leave humanity behind them. I think actually Ohio might lift up. <laughs> no, isn't it like a giant like yogurt? It's a giant yogurt container. It is a giant yogurt container. Yeah. That's true. I so I think they leave Ohio. This this episode kind of reminded me. Uh, I this is a lot of this is a fan favorite. Yeah, of, of, is the yogurt. It's interesting though because uh, so you know the people at home know I love my anime, and there's an episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood where. Uh, I won't give too many spoilers, but there's like a small creature that they created through science to give the answers to society, like just a knowledge, like an infinite source of knowledge. I haven't gotten here yet. Yeah, it's it's pretty further, far into the show. Episode 40. And so but what ends up happening is it leads them down this path of where they think they're getting what they want. And then it destroys everyone. And basically turns itself into a human. And so it's interesting to always think about like, you know, if we had this source of knowledge, could we trust it? And like ultimately they could trust it. Like they, the yogurt was honestly tr- trying to help. It was benevolent. Yeah. yeah. But it was moving on. It was like, you know, here's, you know, we, we have to go now and you and and humanity was like, <gasps> you know, the yogurt is leaving. <laughs> it kind of brings up that conversation that I think we're going to have a whole episode about, which is like sort of just like the future of artificial intelligence. Yeah. And dependency. Yeah. Like is it because people have said before, like humans are go- going to be basically like house cats for robots if they get intelligence enough. Like we're going to just basically keep them entertained. And the question is, will they be so smart that they'll have compassion for all life or will they be so smart that we're like insignificant to them right right, right. and the yogurt we, was we weren't was insignificant yeah and so like the it's implied that the yogurt is leaving to go improve the universe yeah yeah, yeah. Um, do you stop to think about an ant's existence as you walk by an ant mound have you ever seen um that episode of the middle where um i've never so, seen any episode of the middle yeah so i think i missed that one it's a good show it's a really good show so brick who is the youngest? I know son. the characters at least. He's like he's like really book smart, but he has like no social skills. And he's talking to his teacher, who is very heavily religious. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, you need to make sure that you that you worship God." Um, and like I don't know the exact things because it's like this whole rant that he talks about. But he's like he's like you see, Father so and so told me about that. But I went home and I started to rule over the ants. And I tried to be good and be fair to the I tried to be good and fair to the good ants and punish the bad ants. But eventually I couldn't tell between the good ants and the bad ants. And I so I just started smiting them all. I would smite them with the garden hose. I would smite them with a magnifying glass and sometimes with lighter fluid. And they could have been praying to me and offering me offerings all they wanted. And I would have never heard them. 
So I think maybe God's kind of like that. Wow. And the teacher is just like left silent. Oh my god. Because Brick's, Brick's like a twelve year old kid yeah. too. Like, right. It's it's uh it, it, it's just like that's so interesting. Yeah. It's it's we've I think we've talked about this before in the Fermi paradox episode, but we are like human beings. I think have like one percent more brain capacity than apes. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's like so. If that's the difference of one percent, what if like some alien race had like two percent higher than us? You know, and what are they capable of? Like, what are they like? I, I've heard it like like with the anthill thing is is like when you when you dig a foundation for a house, you don't go, oh, there's an anthill here. We can't we can't dig that one up. Right, you just dig it up, and like the like the same thing could be. Like with some benevolent thing over us, yeah. Like our like in, our planet could be a man mount. Like them. in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, yeah. The, like they're building the highway. They're building the intergalactic highway, and the planet Earth is just in the way, and it gets blown up. Yeah. Mm. Like the first thing that happens, right? Um, mm. and it's absurd. <laughs> What's the it's answer absurd, to life? It's an absurdist <laughs> novel. Forty two. <laughs> it's so yeah, funny. Forty two. Yeah. There are ones that don't have like as weighty themes, but are, like Suits is just a is just a is a very heartwarming story. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 helping hand is his. That is, one's is, messed up. Messed up. What's the one with the the girl who's in the 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 loop? The one, loop, like where she's in the apartment. I'm thinking. Oh, that oh, one was interesting. Witness is cool. That's the the witness. Yeah, it's like a a, a good loop. hunting. What I was thinking of the one with with the woman who goes into the monster and they like oh, Sunny's Edge. Sunny's yeah, Edge. Is Sunny's a good Edge. One. That one's really cool. That's a cool one. But yeah, go watch these for yourself because there are so many cool things that you can like learn. And just kind of think about while watching. And they're really short, too. Like, they're not long at all. Yeah, and it's it's really cool that this kind of content is being made right now. Uh, and that yeah. and that we have access to it. I mean, the, the fact that this was able to be pitched to Netflix and came out as, like, a major release of theirs and immediately grew popularity is oh, really awesome. And there's uh, a senior, season, senior. Season there's a season two, two coming, coming out. Yeah. There was a bunch, there was a controversy, there, there was a surprising amount of controversy around this, but I think people just wanted to stir up controversy. Because, like, uh, uh, and yeah. A complaint that I heard was people were like, there is so much female nudity. Which I honestly, uh, like, I, I kind like, of felt the same way. I mean, yeah. Because there's a, that whole thing about like, if it's going to be a parody movie, there has to be uh, nudity. If there's going to be like these types of movies that they just buy into this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and this kind of grotesque genre that, uh, that Love Death, Death Robots sort of dips into, I think... I, it's almost as if they felt like they had to include it. Right. I guess the, yeah. the question I would, I haven't seen the show obviously, but um, uh, the question I would ask is, is the nudity relevant to the plot? You know, um, like you, the one you described where there was like this, the sex scene, yeah, that, that so one feels relevant. That to the one's plot. relevant. I can, I can um, see why maybe that's that, that one would be okay. One, the, Whereas one, other times, the witness one. Did she have to be naked? There's a, there's no. a, there's a, they go to a location they, I mean, they go to like they go to like like a like a fetish house essentially yeah. where like where like there's like strippers and stuff and like because so contextually yes it 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 made sense. I guess for the question naked, is like was the fetish house thing somehow relevant to the plot it, no. of that story? Like, they could have. So that's what I mean like, because then it's they could have told that story because then that, that you go from yeah. you know like contextual like it actually is relevant to the plot to exploitive and yeah. Yeah, because for because you that, know of tna sake mm, you know yeah right and that's like to get the views you know right. i mean i think that's yeah. to get into the you know well like 
I mean, the sequence where, like, if they stayed completely clothed the whole time, the sequence where they were at the fetish house was really cool. Yeah. Like, the, the animation and the lights and everything were it really, was really, really cool. It seems like what they wanted to do that, that with that show to me is, like, take down boundaries of, like, like, this is what it would look like as if no one was there watching. Like, yes, some yeah. people are naked, but yeah, that's just yeah, what yeah, yeah. is reality, uh, you know? Mm. So there's that, like, that's, like, a hairy line, though. It's like, yeah. is it that or is it... Right. Honestly, though, like... Is it really like, is it so bad to, to, to like find women? Like, like obviously this is, there's like a whole lot more that goes into this, but like at the end of the day, maybe it's just like the animators think women are beautiful. You know what I mean? Right, well, there shouldn't be any shame with, with the human body, you know, like it, sure. It's just about the line of whether or not, whether it's or not exploitation. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is or is it, I think if you watched it, some scenes would seem like that. And then some seem like completely innocent. Like they, like uh one that seems like it's probably exploiting is uh the one where the woman is like a, Furry, like a thing. fox furry thing yeah and like why do we see her nipples like naked all the time and then she becomes like a robot and she's like still has like robo boobs yeah mm-hmm. and it's like for well, that, that kind of thing is, it's like that all right. one is, um that one was animated by a korean um studio mm-hmm. and it is based it's, it's obviously based off of the legend of the kitsune and mm-hmm. so like which is which is a japanese legend which i was gonna say um so so, you didn't even need to mention that obviously Um, and so like jap like a lot of japanese legends have to do stuff with like with 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 sexual themes Mm. and so i think they were staying that one i think they were staying true to the themes um Uh, yeah good point yeah because it like but then it's just a question of which stories are we choosing to tell well yeah yeah. right and then i guess there. I think it's fair to say there's a heavy uh, bias towards female nudity to male yeah. nudity. Yeah. Yeah. So like and the, in ones, the context in which they're shown, the ones where you wild. see yeah. where you see male nudity, you see male nudity in the in the one, one with the yeah. with the. With but the I would fox. ask like, what's the context? Is it the context for, is is it sexual or is it like comedy? Once or it's goofy? sexual and once it's just like once is a once is 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 you see a large rich older man mm-hmm. who has like paid to be sleeping with this this girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is is um, that's Sunny's Edge. No, that this one is, is that, that's the that's the Fox one. The Fox one. Yeah. Oh, in that one, you yeah, see, in that one you yeah. see the old when it, before when he's when he's it's Drinky the man dinky. who can only be turned on by like robots or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you see the main man asleep, and he's just like naked while he's asleep. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is the other two male nudity is played for comedy because it's it's. Well, I don't even know if we can like male nudity. It's in Soul Sucker. There's a giant like vampire demon who's got his wiener out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in the dump, someone's taking a leak, and yeah. then yeah. he pull. You see him pull his pants up, right? Um, when he's getting eaten by a thing, and um, if and it I, counts in in uh, the, yeah, I don't the, know what the other ones are. If the there's any. Tom from the from the uh, well, first one we talked about. I don't think you, you can see his, his butt. You see his butt. But, but that's not really. His butts isn't anything new. Yeah. And I guess the at the end of the day, it's like the only conversation that I think needs to be had about the nudity thing is, is it is it uh, exploiting it or not? But at the same time, the whole question of like, but we're so desensitized to all of this violence anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just the extraordinarily violent sequences that happen which is in funny, the show. Which, it, yeah. you know, nobody has a problem with. Right. You know, that's which true. is... In, and like in, parents uh, let their kids watch. Yeah, it's violent, in, but in then they're Europe, like, <gasps> boobs. In, in Europe, yeah. um, 
uh, things get higher ratings uh, because of violence, and in right. America, things get higher rating because of sexual content. Like violence mm-hmm. is 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 less less is 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 more desensitized than, funny than sexual content you guys bring that up because like when i watched this show i watched it in my living room and i have this big like glass window and there's like neighbors with kids right. across the street and i always like shut it if there's any nudity in something i'll like, oh i'm gonna shut the shade but mm-hmm. if people are getting their heads ripped off i usually don't, don't even think, think twice about it. about it right right yeah so it's interesting. yeah it's it's, it's, it's weird. definitely an american thing for sure yeah. But also in a lot of ways with American stuff, too, is that the sexuality in our media a lot of times is exploitive and like very male gaze focused, not not so much like yeah there's yes. there's not like a balance it's right, like right, very right. much like kind of like yeah. a leering sort of like eh, boobies yeah. <laughs> it's american pie dancers stupid stuff like that i'm gonna i'm gonna say like obviously like i can't I, I i i mean i can educate myself but at the end of the day i am a white male who comes from a very privileged background and so every opinion i have is going to be from that viewpoint mm-hmm. um and so i personally didn't think that that um that love death and robots used any of its nudity ex- exploitatively yeah um i didn't really get that vibe right. either yeah i mean i can i can understand if people would i just don't think that right um and like as as an animator and as someone who is who has a deep appreciation of the art and everything like because when you spend hours modeling a a a a model a 3d model you you're you're sitting there and so someone had like all of this nudity that we see someone had to sit there and draw it someone had to sit there and shape it and so to that person they were creating art yeah. And so as a viewer, I, 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 I can see that and appreciate it, um, for what it is. Cause I'm certain that like the, it, like the animator who is, who is, who is, who is sculpt, like someone has to sit there and down and sculpt her boobs. Uh, like, like <laughs> yeah. there's no, there's no two ways around that. Like <laughs> it takes an appreciation of the human form to do that. And right. I, and I think there's, there's value in, in appreciating that. Um, I agree. And like, even like, so that's, that's outside of the context of what they were used in the show and then putting them in the context they used in the show. I thought they did it pretty well yeah it wasn't like glaring it wasn't like there were times where it was like okay a little like it was a little bit much but for me most most of the time it was fine so you're saying it's not like the witcher 3 where there are just random scenes where it's like oh let's just have this female character walk into the scene with her tits and ass out (laughs) (laughs) and then let's have this conversation thread have be from the perspective looking up at her ass and then at the character's (laughs) face who's speaking it's like what there's some weird stuff (laughs) is that necessary like uh there's some video games that like that I've seen my buddies play where like you can like change the boob sizes of the characters, like mortal Kombat type games. Mm. It's like, you, you literally can't. just go into the settings and you can like, adjust. yeah, you can't like do that in mortal Kombat. No, not mortal Kombat. Like a type of game like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, there's, there's like a, a Japanese game, game. There's a game called Conan exiles that where you like your characters are just naked, like, like dicks out, boobs out. Mm. Um, and you can like change the size of, of everything. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it's like it's like it's not even like a parody funny game. Like that's just like what and they're actually is. the sponsor of today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so much to our, if you want dicks out, boobs out. Check out Conan Exile. But we should go to our real shout out, which is go check out Zach's YouTube channel if you liked any you. of this yeah. commentary from yeah, this wise y- about, young lad. Tell us about uh, where we can find you, Zach. Yeah, yeah, so you can find us on YouTube at. Uh, 
Zach Ampersand Aaron. Z-A-C-K. Z-A-C-K. No, that's... And yeah. A-A-R-O-N. A-A-R-O-N, exactly. Fortunately, there are two names that there are spelled are quite a few spellings you could, you <laughs> could for go for. For anyone who doesn't know what an ampersand is, like It's like the me. and symbol. It's the like the like, little squiggly pretzel and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, It's usually on the seven. It's shift seven. Mm-hmm. Right, right. On your keyboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so basically what we do is we play games that we made up, um, and they're similar to short form improv, uh, and, and so basically we, we created these dice that have pictures on them and we roll them to get inspiration in these games. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Brad yeah. will be good at it after what we learned today with his <laughs> like little yeah, with his, 20 listen, minute long, long improv. Form improv. Uh, listen, I've been to UCB once in my life. <laughs> 101, <Yola>. yes and. <laughs> Every time we bring up improv, Brent goes, I know the one and one, a 101, a little bit of yes and. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a student to, of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> next time you uh, next time you come by, you'll have to. Uh, I'll bring, have to bring some theories. dice, and then we can bring mm, some. Yeah. Uh, mm. We can play some of those games. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, you know, uh, you guys know where to find uh, us, brain boggled boys. Uh, you can email mm-hmm. us at brainboggledpodcast at gmail Speaking of which, we have an email. You have to. We read have it. an email. Oh you God, have I to read. Legitimately, it. almost forgot. If you don't uh, read it, sorry, your mom uh, is going to kill you. Okay, this email is from a fan. <laughs> uh, Jack's a, mom, a, a, nameless, a nameless fan. And it's, also, I, I am a fan. And if I was looking to like sport some of your merch, how would I even do that? While well, he's queuing it up, oh yeah, that is a great question, Zachary. What you could do is you could go to the Brain Boggled Teespring. Actually, you know what? We're not on Teespring anymore, right? Well, Bobby, we still are right now. Okay, so, transitionary. Okay, period. so this is gonna be a little weird. We're it, right now. We're still on Teespring. So if you s- check our uh, uh, check the show notes for this episode or check our bios on like all our social media, it's uh, the the Teespring link is there to get to the Brain Boggle merch. But we will be moving over to eventually um, Ecoware.us. Yes, our new sponsor. Yes. Yes. Sponsor will just be totally Ecoware. not a company owned by me. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I almost just made like a like a joke there about the name of Ecoware, but mm-hmm. then I remember all of the different connections here that we have to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, de- I decided against it. You should or not. Yeah, so yeah, it. just a little, little yeah. roundup. Eagleware is just More like, like a... Uh, like a, uh, you know, a clothing company that uh, does... Oh my God. <laughs> That's what good. did you That's just funny. say? I like it. I think it's Literally, like, I actually didn't hear what you said, so I'm curious to, when I'm editing this we'll to find out what you actually said. Fecalware. Fecalware. <laughs> got him, got him, got him. But, yeah, I mean, we basically, uh, once we get set up with this, well, we'll let you guys know as soon as possible. Our website possible. will be way better. It'll look way better. Our website's going to look better. It's a poop better. joke. It's a, the fecalware. <laughs> it, it's a poop it. joke. It. But, uh, yeah, we're going to actually uh, have a new thing where all our clothes are going to be carbon offset. And we're going to plant a tree for every time you order a product. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. So we'll let you guys know when that's all up and running. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, but it's in the works. In the works. Uh, all of our merch is still going to look the same. Don't worry about that. Yes. All our great designs. All right. So here's a uh, here's an email from a fan. The subject is weird, wild words of wisdom. So that's how old this one is. Um, it says BB and J, you guys are the bees knees. <laughs> nice. Not only has my brain been boggled, but it has also been highly entertained. Funny, witty, hilarious, talented and engaging. I have become a brain boggled man. Nice. <laughs> uh, thank Very you, good. Abby L, for Thanks, that Abby email. L. Thank you so be? much. Uh, and if you wanna, if you, you are wanna... the best <laughs> bogglesman. <laughs> if you wanna like... send us a, a nice email for us to read on the pod, or we'll read some reviews, but we haven't gotten any new ones. We have actually. Oh, we do. Okay, we have a new one. So again, that's brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, and Brent's about to read a review. Yeah. Okay. So this uh, review is called uh, Brain. Bickle from uh, <laughs> from uh, Peter R. 
Do we uh, any of us know this? I don't know. You know who this is, Bobby. Oh God. So, um, I'm gonna try to do this one. And um, is is it like? Ne- have you read it yet? Do we have to proofread this first? N- it's not bad. It's okay, not bad. good. It's fine. Okay. I, I was scared too when I saw his name. Peter. We'll see. We'll see okay. how this goes. So I'm gonna try to do uh, my Sam Sam uh, Elliott impression okay. for this one because I'm still a little sick, so I can get that deep timber. Okay. So brain pickled review. Okay. In episode ten. <laughs> Bobby mixed up Sweden and Switzerland. I don't know what you just <laughs> said. <laughs> what he actually meant, Norway. Five stars. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? So what he actually said was in episode ten, Bobby mixed up Sweden and Switzerland when he actually meant Norway. <laughs> <laughs> and then five stars. <laughs> I love it. 10? Thank you, Peter R. I actually you don't, don't know, know what episode 10? episode ten was. Um, I could look at it right now. I don't know what it was. Um, I'm okay, sure the viewers so, can just. So that's. That's an Apple Dual Podcast scroll. review. Mm, yes. um, you can also find us on Instagram at BrainBoggled, Twitter at BrainBoggledPod, um, and Patreon. Which we're going to get some new perks for you yeah, guys We're going to get some actually good perks, but we just like, I don't know. We, we got to get our shit together. We got to get our <laughs> shit together, basically. Don't worry. We'll make it w- worth your while. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking one thing we'll probably do yeah. is like have people bring topics give us topics and we'll choose them yeah from you'll Patreon. be able yeah we'll, we'll, we'll definitely for like a, we'll definitely be we'll be hosting polls on there to mm. vote on next topic some viewer questions um there'll definitely be viewer questions we'll do for for a high enough tier we're gonna do uh, like a bonus mini pod where we talk about things that don't really fit into our usual formula um mm-hmm. so you can check those out if you want uh, we'll give you a quick shout out on the show if you become a Patreon. So lots. Don't you want to hear? Don't you want to hear Bobby's beautiful voice say your name? Because mm. I know oh, I would. Blank, place your name here. Beautiful, Bob. Anyway, Thanks, uh, Bobby. big old thank you to Zach for coming out on the yeah, show. Thank you so much. Please Please check out having Zach and special Aaron. guest Z. Special guest yeah. Z. Uh, this has been your. <laughs> this has been your. Uh, jumpy J. I'm jumpy because I'm scared. Jack, uh, signing off. I've been your bumbling bee. I've already done For that. Sure, done bumbling. Hold yeah. on. I've been your building bee, Bobby. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've been <laughs> your boobies bee. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, Brent. Uh, and and I've been your xylophone, Zach. Xylophone. That's nice. 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 We'll nice. take the alliteration. The alliteration works. All right. Close enough. Close enough. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>